Hello, ghosties. Welcome back to Ghost Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Willow. Alyssa, unfortunately, had a lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> so we decided to have me do a solo episode on death witchcraft. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But we will be back to our co-hosting chaos once August rolls around. Before we get into things, I just want to remind you that everyone has different views on things and that's okay. I just want to share what I found in my personal path with others. And if you're interested in booking a session or a reading with Alyssa or I, check out the links in the description below. All right, so getting into the topic of death witchcraft and what it is. So death witchcraft is a form of witchcraft that centers around the idea of death. So death is commonly associated in people's minds with the ending of life, but death comes in so many different forms, not just the physical way that it manifests with a physical death of the human body. Because of that, a lot of death witches are people who work with the energy of death and transformation, which can be in a physical sense of them utilizing mediumship abilities if they have them to help uh, spirits cross peacefully. I don't believe in spirits being stuck, so I don't believe that they would really need our help necessarily to cross, but a lot of loved ones feel better knowing that the pathway between the loved one and the other side is clear and free of obstacles and things like that. So a lot of death witches will do workings or ceremony for spirits who are crossing over to just give them a really clear pathway forward to cross so that they don't have any confusion. But not all death witches are mediums. I personally am a medium, so a lot of my death witchcraft involves working with spirits one-on-one and utilizing my mediumship abilities. But for witches who are not mediums, uh, they might feel more comfortable going to cemeteries or graveyards and making sure that they're um, upkept so that they're not falling into disrepair, um, looking after the gravestones, getting to know the energies of that space, working with the energy of death outside of physical human death. And this could really look as simple as someone just utilizing um, transformational energies within their witchcraft. So someone who is focused on helping people to go through transformations in their lives and things like that, which really is what death witchcraft is as a whole. If you're looking at it, including the mediums, including um, the people who aren't mediums, including all of the people who uh, work with within the umbrella of death witchcraft, what you're going to notice is that there's a common theme of transformational magic. And what that means is just someone who is assisting you in a transformation in your life, whether that is through a a working like a spell or a ritual or a ceremony, or working with you through coaching or working with you through a mediumship session where you're able to find peace with someone's passing. Now, there are going to be people who have the question of, well, is necromancy considered death magic? And it actually isn't. Um, The reason being is that necromancy specifically is 
just the act of communicating with the dead. So although death witchcraft can include necromancy, it's not necessarily the same thing. Like you can't interchangeably use necromancy and death magic or death witchery as the same thing um, because they are different because some people won't communicate with spirits directly within death witchery, but they will practice, you know, helping people through transitions. So necromancy specifically is communicating with the dead, but also to gather information from them, um, predicting future events or getting information that is not known in our current timeline, reality, etc., whatever you want to call it. So necromancy would actually fall more under the umbrella of like paranormal investigating. Um, I would consider a form of necromancy in a way. Um, mediumship, I would consider a form of, of necromancy, but yeah, it just, it's not quite the same as death witchery. So that's one thing that I wanted to mention, because I know that someone's going to have that question. So going back to death witchery, what is it? Like, how do I know whether or not it's a good fit for me? Because I know that other people are going to have that question as well. And I would encourage you to ask yourself if you are interested in death witchery, how comfortable you are with the idea of death. Um, and this doesn't have to, again, necessarily be a physical death. Um, many of us, most of us will have some fear around death, whether it is the fear of the unknown after we die a physical death or the physical death itself. I'm not scared of death, but I don't really like the idea of the physical death that would happen when I would be dying. But I have still felt extremely drawn to death witchcraft due to the abilities that I've had since I was a little girl of being able to interact with the dead, um, being able to interact with loved ones who have passed on the day that they have passed or afterwards, um, many years afterwards sometimes, understanding how to help people through transitions in their lives, um, even as a, a small child, understanding that there was transitionings happening and transformation happening within those deaths, whether they were physical deaths of loved ones or deaths within phases in our lives. So if you are feeling drawn to death witchcraft, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should be doing it. It might be leading you towards something else that is close to or similar to death witchcraft. But if you are drawn to death witchcraft in general, it may be because you have already had experiences with spirits in the sense that you find comfort interacting with the dead, um, or you feel comfortable um, interacting with the energies of transformation. If the death card in tarot is one of your favorite cards in tarot, that may be a good sign that death witchcraft may be a pathway that is comfortable for you because death witchcraft really is the embodiment of the death card within tarot. The death card within tarot is often associated with physical death. People think, oh my gosh, like a loved one is going to die. And I think we're starting to slowly disassemble and break down the association with physical death to the death card within tarot. But the death card within tarot isn't the last card in the major arcana. It is has a couple cards afterwards um, before the major arcana officially quote unquote ends. So because of that, it doesn't represent an actual ending. It represents a transformation that is inevitable, needed, and um, 
required in order for us to continue forward. So it does less represent a physical death and more represents transformation and evolution, right? So because of that, that is the card that I would associate with death witchcraft in as a whole, because that really is what it is. It's just magic intention and practitioners who are utilizing their abilities and expertise to help others go through their transformations and evolutions in their life. A lot of death witches work with death deities or psychopomps to assist them in their work. And I personally, like I mentioned, have worked with Azrael, but I also work with the goddess Hela from Norse mythology. Um, she is one that assists me very closely in my death witchcraft as well as Azrael and has really taken the reins in helping me along this path. But there are so many other deities that are associated with death and um, working with those energies that help you to find transformation within your life. And some of those include Anubis, Hel, Thanatos, uh, Freya, Azrael, Sekhmet, Adis, Persephone, Don, the Morgan. Um, there are so many different deities that you can look into who can assist you in this kind of work. And really the benefit of working with a death deity alongside your practice um, or within your practice of death witchcraft is because they already know how to navigate those energies. So not only will they be able to help you process the work that you're doing because it is heavy work in the sense of energy wise. Um, it tends to be something that comes with a lot of emotion, whether good or heavy. Um, and because of that, they can help you to transmute and utilize those energies, but also kind of break them up and process them. But in addition to that, they can also be guiding you through spell work or um, helping the clients that you're working with if you choose to work with clients. So because of that, um, they are really, really helpful if you want to incorporate deity work into death witchcraft. It's not necessary. You could do death witchcraft without death deities being involved, but I do find that a lot of death practitioners who um, do this kind of work tend to also have a death deity that they work with as well, just to kind of take the weight off of their backs when it comes to processing the energies from the clients they're working with. I do also encourage people who are looking into death witchery as a path forward for them, whether it's a side path or your main path, to research the customs of and around death from around the world, because it can really help bring a new perspective and a new understanding of how death is celebrated, processed, and um, facilitated around the world. If you are only going to be doing death work under a certain cultural umbrella, that is something to take into consideration. Um, someone who is like a Nordic death witch may only study Nordic customs around death and things like that. But someone who's just a death witch in general may feel called to studying death 
and customs around the world. So I, I really encourage you just to really look into that. It gives such a, a nice perspective to the different customs around endings within the world. And it's really, really interesting. It can kind of open your horizons. But one thing that I want to leave this episode on, which I know that this is a short episode, but um, these are a couple questions that if you are thinking of getting into death work, if you are thinking that this might be a pathway for you, These are questions that I would really like you to ask yourself and sit with and really be honest with yourself when you're asking these questions, because with any pathway that you're going into, whether it's death witchery or, you know, an herbologist or um, a green witch or, you know, whatever kind of witch pathway you're taking, even if it's just an eclectic one, understanding why you're taking that path or why you're choosing that path is really, really important, not only to help you feel more confident in your decision to take that pathway, but also helps you to create and shape and form your practice. So here's a couple questions that I would like you to sit with yourself, ask yourself whether this is just sitting and asking and journaling about it or pulling cards or sitting with your deities and asking them to bring um, new perspectives on these questions to you about them. But regardless, I really encourage you to sit with these questions. The first one is what does death mean to you at its core? Is death an ending? Is it a transformation? Is it a little bit of both? What does death mean? mean to you? What is definition of death in your mind? The next question is how do you approach transformations and evolutions within your own life? Do you resist them or embrace them? This is an important question to ask because if you have not found methods that work for helping you through transformations and evolutions within your own life, it may be difficult to assist others who are going through them. So understanding how you approach them is a really good start and also finding ways that you can better embrace transformations and evolutions within your life. The next question, which I will say is pretty relevant to this pathway. Even if you are not a medium or don't intend to work with the dead intentionally, how would you feel commonly having spirits and or death deities or energies within your space and life? The reason why this is really important to ask yourself is because inevitably those energies will be within your life and your space because that's the energies you're working with. And if you view those energies in a very negative way or are afraid of them or uncomfortable by them, this might not be the pathway for you. This might not be something where you are comfortable doing it long-term. So that's something to take into consideration when getting into death witchcraft. This next one applies a little bit more towards people who are looking to help people on a coaching basis or working with clients, whether doing spell working for clients or something along the lines of working with others. Are you comfortable 
holding space for those who are grieving or moving through difficult experiences? Um, And if not, are you prepared to do work in order to become comfortable with it? Because in order to be able to be working with clientele through their transformations, it is very, very likely that you will come across many instances where you are required to hold space and support others through their transformations and or grieving. And the last question that I think is pretty necessary to ask yourself, regardless of whether you're looking into death witchcraft or other forms of witchcraft is, are you getting into it or starting on that path for the edgy factor of practicing it or wanting to make people around you uncomfortable, like religious family members or kind of a big middle finger to your past religious self. It's not a bad thing if that is the case, but that is something that is important to look at and consider when going into it. And I would highly recommend finding more peace with wanting to make others who don't believe in what you're doing or don't feel comfortable with what you're doing uncomfortable so that you feel more valid in your path. Because if that's the reason why you're getting into it, that really should be looked at um, in the sense of how can I be creating this as something that I feel called to do, I feel is my pathway forward and not of this is something where I can assert some sort of dominance towards someone who has made me feel that I am powerless. Obviously, those questions are not necessities, right? You can get into death witchcraft without asking yourself any of those questions. But getting into death witchcraft is inevitably probably going to bring up those questions regardless. So you can either do it in the beginning or while you go through your path. (laughs) It's kind of up to you. But I hope this was helpful. I hope this was a little bit informative about what death witchery is, whether or not it's a pathway for you if you're thinking of getting started with it, and also what it can be utilized to help you with in your path. I do personally work as a death witch, so this is something that I have within my practice. So if you're looking for services and things to support you through the transformations in your life, you can find them through my website, www.ariawillow.com. But with that said, I hope this helps you in your journey forward. I hope it was informative. I hope it finds you doing well. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day on this beautiful day of hell. It just seemed very fitting for me to record this episode on a day that's used to celebrate the goddess hell in Norse paganism. So I just felt like it was fitting and I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you continue learning and stay safe and me and Alyssa will be back to talk to you again really soon. All right. Bye.